Welcome, true believers, back to the Nerd Smash Talk Cast. <laughs> I am your host and guide, L.T. Thornton, and I am joined by the world's greatest, most proficient, most analytical co-host, <laughs> Steve Woods. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey man, your specific superpowers. <laughs> your specific superpowers are going to be very much needed for this particular episode, mm. and we mm-hmm. will get into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, first of all, thank you so much for downloading another episode or streaming another episode of the show. Yeah, man. Our mission here on the Talkcast is to bring you the latest in nerd culture, nerd news, and nerd reviews, whether that involves movies, TV, video games, D&D, science, comic books, anime, whatever. Whatever. We will cover it because being a nerd is just not as limiting as you think it is. LT, one might say that being a nerd is more than meets the eye. (laughs) 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 All right, guys, this is a little bit a little taste of uh, what we are going to be talking about today on the show. If Steve did not give you enough of a hint, we got some Transformers news that we're going to be breaking down in a little bit. Boy. So uh, hold on to this because it's pretty dope. Uh, We got a new Scooby-Doo animated movie mashup that I think actually is interesting. So Mm. we'll touch base on that. Uh, we got some upcoming movies that we are going to talk about that are coming out in the theaters in the next couple of weeks, so we're going to dive into those. But first up, we are going to be talking about the new Suicide Squad trailer, trailer number three, that dropped just today, the day that we recorded this. Um, it was weird. They kind of preview released it. For some people first, and then released it in full on the internet. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how they released it. It was kind of weird, but at the end, we all got to saw it, and it's a fantastic trailer. This, it's just a fantastic trailer. Um, I, that, I don't, <laughs> I don't really have much else to say. I mean, I assume, no. yeah, <laughs> I assume everyone has seen it. Uh, they're not even hiding the fact that it seems like <laughs> Starro is the big third act villain, and yeah. it looks like Starro. Like, right, right. I just saw, <laughs> I just saw that there was uh like a pre order on uh Hasbro Pulse for Starro, and like yeah. it had like four characters with it, and I was like, why that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I see. It's why just Starro. Well, here's the thing, though, right? So, Uh watching this trailer, one of the big Uh things that stood out to me is they flash Guardians of the Galaxy across the screen. And that felt a way to me. Because now I'm watching it like, well, yeah, this is 100% from someone that has the eye of Guardians of the Galaxy because it looks like it. And please do the most bizarre things including have harley quinn fight starro please yes uh there's also that that under layer of supremely dark humor we saw it in the last uh couple of trailers i think one with pokemon polka dot man being like 
uh, I I want to die. It was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. And then him talking about us being a superhero in this. Yeah, movie. I'm a superhero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to die. <laughs> that guy just dies in DC movies anyway, doesn't he? I mean, that uh, that's the same actor that had uh, that was in Dark Knight. He was in the Dark Knight. I don't yeah. know if he died though. I think oh, well, Harvey Dent yeah. was threatening to shoot him, and Batman was like, "You have to be better than everyone else. Are you trying uh, to kill him? Or are you going? Yeah. Be the light that the city needs, <laughs> and not the one." That it deserves. Are you out of breath? <laughs> Do you have COPD, sir? Did you did you run here? Like, take a second. Let's talk like normal people. I'm trying to hide my voice. I am the night on my Seems like your tongue is getting in the, in the way a little bit there when you talk. <laughs> when I talking about <laughs> oh god no it's okay just take a second uh, just breathe ridiculous just breathe you breathe <laughs> slide your tongue backwards a little bit and let's let's figure this out unless that's an issue i don't i don't want to i don't know make fun of you if you have a thing <laughs> yo the thing, something that stuck out to me in this was idris elba i think it's gonna be good man i just from this trailer yeah. i think it's gonna be good i think we're okay here yeah, <clears throat> not that the last movie didn't enjoy the uh, the presence of like peak nineties or peak late two thousands Will Smith, right? And right. his kind of charisma and stuff. But it seems like w- Idris is willing to go to some darker places. Mm. Obviously, he's got the comedy chops; like he can give a look, and it's just hilarious. Like when mm-hmm. <laughs> when they said this is Project Starfish, and John Cena's like. Uh, the starfish means butthole. He just turns <laughs> and around. He looked like, over the back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's. <laughs> Everybody's got that friend that's just like, yeah. I, I, I'm usually that friend. Why? Why did you say that? No, you're the one saying butthole. <laughs> yeah, it's totally me. I'm I'm the friend that yeah. is getting the look. So I've seen that yeah. before. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. <laughs> He's bringing something to it. I think what he's going to do with Harley Quinn is going to be gold because mm. I I don't know if we talked about it on here. I don't think we did, but like Birds of Prey was like okay to me. Yeah. Um, it's like to me it felt like the action was almost a little too cartoonish in that. Um, and just narratively, just kind of felt like they were trying to be Deadpool a little bit. But I think James Gunn might understand kind of the balance that Harley needs to strike for this universe. So, I mean, and then, you know, you've got the stuff with Weasel. It's like, oh, you put me next to a werewolf? He's like, oh, no, he's harmless, except, you know, he he killed like 27 children. But, (laughs) jeez. That's (laughs) That's dark. And it's in a trailer. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> I think that James Gunn was probably allowed to go some places that he was not allowed to go in a Disney movie. So oh, yeah. I think I'm definitely looking forward to that. And I'm just looking forward to his direction in this movie. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think you're going to be, be able to feel it too. I think James Gunn has enough of a proven track record that he was allowed to be like, Hey, here, 
there are the reins that we put on all of our other artists and and filmmakers. They don't exist for you. Do whatever. Because as far as we're concerned, this Suicide Squad franchise is dead. It is in the dirt. It is buried six feet under. Either you make something happen now or it just doesn't. Right. That's why it's kind of a quasi reboot, restart kind of deal. I don't mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't go with a subtitle because uh the the last movie is Suicide Squad and this movie is the Suicide Squad. That's gonna be mm-hmm. a little confusing for movies that are like what five, six years apart? Is it that much? I don't remember when that first one came out. It might be five. But yeah. I mean Is the, is there going to be another Suicide Squad after this one? I mean, will there yes. be a will there be a first Suicide Squad after this one comes out? Probably not. Probably not. I just can't. I, I just can't foresee that. I would be surprised if they didn't bring back James Gunn for yeah more Suicide Squad. I think he enjoys being allowed to tell more mature jokes. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, Even man, here's something. We have already signed on for this movie, and we're we're pretty much rating it already, just from that single yeah. trailer. That says something. I mean, yeah. we got a lot from just that one. Not too much. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more to come, but I'm all in. I think we have enough trust with James Gunn. And, yeah. uh, you know, rule of the first trailer, right? Like, the yeah. first trailer had us like, yeah, yeah. I want to see that. So Anything else that comes out. Shark? That's, yeah. that's a no-brainer, <laughs> isn't it? Bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is literally a no-brainer. I'm, I'm not mad mm-hmm. at him. Yeah. No, I'm definitely interested. Also, to a lesser note, did you see the latest trailer for Snake Eyes? Uh, no, I didn't know there was one, and I don't know that I'm even trailer. looking for it. Okay. You know I what? The second trailer. The second trailer is a lot better. It's yeah. still kind of meh. I, yeah. I think we're gonna have to rely on the the rule of the first trailer, unfortunately, for that one still. Mm-hmm. But. That I will say that the second trailer somewhat piqued my interest a little mm. bit more. Okay, okay. Well, I'll definitely like it check it out. But, I mean, I wasn't even looking for anything, and I think it's very telling that they released another trailer already. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They were like, "That's that's not this, an accident." This piqued no interest. <laughs> <laughs> no buzz. No one was talking yeah. about it. Yeah. It was forgotten about literally as soon as it was. Re- <laughs> yeah, that's not an accident. No, 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 no. But uh, <laughs> and the I, thing I is, man, I want a good GI Joe movie. Oh yeah, right. Look, I think we've talked about this. Like, I we've this... talked about this so in depth, okay? Because frankly, and we'll get into Transformers in a little bit, but the fact that GI Joe and Transformers is not building into a shared universe is insane right. to me. That's dumb. It's insane. that's dumb, right? Yeah. Right with because with a yeah. Michael Bay directing the GI Joe movie, it almost no, no. it listen to me. He's done. Listen, he's Michael, done. I get it. I get it. But when you talk about Michael Bay movies, mm-hmm. he has a love for military vehicles. Yes, some of them that he has got clearance from the U.S. government to even mm-hmm. film because they mm-hmm. hadn't been filmed before, like the F twenty two in the first Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. I mean that. That was huge. Why doesn't he try G.I. Joe? Uh, Don't you want military vehicle porn? I do. 
not if we're building a shared G.I. Joe Transformers universe, mm. because do you think Michael Bay will stay to the constraints? No, I'm just of saying what <laughs> I just wish it was 2007 again and he was doing G.I. Joe versus Transformers. You got essentially your G.I. Joe in your Transformers already because it was prioritized yeah. over the Transformers. It was. It really was. Josh Duhamel, Josh, for, Josh Duhamel and Tyrese were prioritized over Optimus Prime yeah. for whatever yeah. reason. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> that was that was uh, your Duke and, uh, yeah. Roadblock. and Roadblock. Roadblock, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Duke and Stalker. So, That's absolutely right. 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 Damn. Damn, dude. So there you go. But yeah, Snake Eyes. It's it. A trailer two is fine, but fine. the Suicide Squad trailer blows it out of the water. So yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and go to the next story here. Um, so there was a, another trailer that uh, I just happened to see today, the day that we record this, and I thought it was interesting enough that it warranted a discussion or bringing up on here, and that mm-hmm. was that. Uh, there is a, another Scooby-Doo crossover movie coming out. You've seen these crossover movies pop up. They did it with what? I mean, they did a, a crossover with Supernatural. They did a crossover with, uh, I think, Batman or something at some mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the old show in like the 70s or whatever did uh, crossovers all the time. Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> Harlem Globetrotters, they, they've done crossovers with, like, WrestleMania yeah, yeah. and Kiss. There was a Kiss one. Yeah. Gosh. That's insane. <laughs> Laurel recent, and Hardy. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, I'm saying there was Three a stages, recent Kiss yeah. one. Oh. There was a recent Kiss one. I do remember that. <laughs> I remember seeing that at, like, Family Video or something. Like, what? Yes. Yeah. What is happening? Well, even in the live-action Scooby-Doo movie they had, or not live-action, but that last one scoob oh yeah they had uh blue falcon in there with oh, yeah. dino mutt yeah oh yeah i mean scooby-doo should be connecting to the larger yeah hannah barbera cinematic universe yeah we need a jabber jaw 100 percent and a grape ape <laughs> the dick dastardly <laughs> no i want um <laughs> there's only one character i want to carry over and that's the funky phantom okay <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Wasn't Captain Caveman in a movie as well? Uh Was he in that Scoob I movie? haven't I haven't I seen that Scoob movie yet, but Captain Caveman tracks with like the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. He he should he should be present. But yeah, Funky <laughs> Phantom. That's my voice. There is that that's my vote. Uh but anyway, to add to the crossover uh appeal of Scooby Doo. They are doing a movie where Scooby-Doo teams up with Courage the Cowardly Dog. Of course he does. Of course he does. But also, this idea feels like, why didn't someone have it 10 years ago? (laughs) Yeah, right. Or even longer, maybe 15 years ago. I remember when my daughter, who is 24 now, was watching this as a kid. And that's when I was into it. So, I mean, it was on... That long ago, you know, probably yeah. 15 years. Yeah. And yeah, it was great. That tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Just it don't was. know why they never made that happen. Who was the genius that said, you know what we should do? 
And I know everybody was like, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, if you do not know what Courage the Cowardly Dog is, I encourage you to find, I- I'm sure it's streaming somewhere, whether it's like a yeah. Netflix or HBO Max or something. Just go out and find it. It's one of the funniest shows you could find. Super weird and cre- creepy, too. Very creepy. I've had uh, I've had nightmares about that uh, Barber episode. <laughs> you know what Barber episode I'm talking about? Uh, yes. It was, a, was, it was so creepy, man. So many episodes were like that. Like, oh, is yeah. this a kid show? Yeah. Like, no, what? I you're you're definitely not wrong because there was some genuinely like disturbing imagery that uh, <laughs> would pop up. So. I just remember a duck who had one big eye and one little eye. Yeah. Just like, uh. what, what am I looking at? <laughs> and how nobody else sees it but him and us. Nobody else sees it but courage and us. We're just like, what yeah. is happening? Even when grandma gets tied up, uh, <laughs> nothing happens. Be hating on Muriel. He had to save Muriel. Although, oh, no, all the say, time. <laughs> my favorite character, besides courage, is Eustace Bay. Eustace. <laughs> Eustace, that man has hatred in his heart. That He's is a, uh, a live action Red Foreman. That's who that is. It, it is. Yeah. Uh, if somebody does not get Red Foreman to be Eustace, I don't, <laughs> they have please. messed up. Uh, I can't wait. Can I tell you the biggest meeting that I can't wait for? That is just ripe for like, just like comedy gold. And if they mess it up, the movie's a failure in my opinion. When Eustace meets the rest of the Mystery Inc. Mm. and just like starts roasting them because. (laughs) Oh, man. Stupid kid with his stupid ascot. (laughs) I could could see him. You know that they're going to try and pull his mask off. If they don't. (laughs) If they don't, they messed up. And he just like throws a bowling ball at Courage's head and they go, yo, hey. with a bat right now why are you beating this dog (laughs) (laughs) or he tries to scare it and give it a heart attack heart attack like stupid dog you made me look bad (laughs) why are you doing this stupid it's my house it's my dog i'll do what i want to do with my dog (laughs) (laughs) they better take it there otherwise it's a failure Mm-hmm. Uh, they show up on like their porch, and Eustace has his shotgun. <laughs> what are you doing here, bunch of hippies? <laughs> oh, get man. off the lawn! Don't have a lawn. This is dirt. It's dirt. You see that? You see that one strain of grass? I'm growing it. I've been growing it for twenty years. <laughs> oh man. That's that's what I really want. And then obviously like them dealing with the other creepy stuff. I think there's like evil cicadas in this movie or something. So Mm-mm-mm. you know. Love it's it. relevant. Relevant. Yeah. So yeah. Um Scooby Doo meets Courage, the Cowardly Dog. I, I I would just say go go watch the trailer if you're nostalgic for some courage. And uh let Scooby. us know what you think. Or some yeah. Scoob. I feel like yeah. Scoob is a little played out, but you could be into Scoob. Your kids sure. could be. Sure. Go check it out. 
All right. Speaking uh, of so, played out. Speaking of played out, you go ahead and keep leading into that one because I don't know where you're going. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I I just okay. So rise of the transform rise. Oh, excuse me, transformers. Rise of the wait, beasts. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, excuse me. You, you did not say that with enough emphasis. I need you to say that with the majesty in your voice. Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. <laughs> I screamed. <laughs> When I saw this announcement come across my feed, yeah. I was like, ah! Did you <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I really wanted some images and stuff, though. I really did. Oh. I, you know they're out there. They're coming. Uh, maybe some concept art. This movie yeah. doesn't come out till 2022. So mm-hmm. June 2022. We've got, yeah, we've, we've got a year. So yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of rendering that needs to happen. But... Yeah, we. This is the next installment of uh, the the Transformers franchise. Uh, I think this is playing off of Bumblebee. It yeah, is because the movie yeah, is, is placed in 1994. Right. Uh, so and and Bumblebee was in the 80s, and the director is Stephen Cable Jr., uh, who directed Creed two, I believe, and it will star. Anthony Ramos, uh, who, like, if you've seen Hamilton, you, you'll know him in that. He's also in that movie, mm-hmm. In the Heights, that came out this past weekend. And uh, Dominique Fishback, who was in Judas and the Black Messiah. I believe she was uh, Fred Hampton's girlfriend, wife, or, or something like that in that movie. And uh, she was also in Project Power. So, it's, it, you know what? What let, let, the brief rundown, Steve? Do you want to do the brief rundown? Because yeah. I'm too excited. Uh, listen, Peter Cullen is back as Optimus mm-hmm. Prime for the voice of Optimus mm-hmm. Prime. Um, I'm kind of excited where this thing is going to go because it's 1994, right? And yeah. it sounds like it's going to lead into what happened for the 2007 Transformers movie. There may be another something in there. And it looks like this is going to be set in kind of a tropical area. Some of it filmed in Canada to substitute what would look like Brooklyn in a way. Mm -hmm. But we do have some awesome Transformers in this movie. So we have RC. And if you know RC, she was the the pink robot in uh, Bumblebee. She's an Autobot. Mm -hmm. Um, In this case, she would be considered a Maximal along with Optimus Primal, Air Razor. Wait, wait. Oh, boy. What? RC, I thought she was still an Autobot. Is she an Autobot in this? Let me see. Yeah. Yeah, Autobot. Yeah, so RC, Mirage, Optimus Prime, Bumblebee. But then there's also... See, I don't know how they're going to do this. I really don't. I really don't. It's it's exciting not to know. But there's also uh, the Maximals, right? Optimus Prime. Optimus Primal. I cannot wait to see that. Primal, yes. I can't wait. And I think he's going to be big. I think he's going to be like yeah. a Godzilla, or not a Godzilla, but kind of like an original King Kong size. Not Man. not new King Kong, but like some of the, I think he'll be the same size as like Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. That'd be, that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Optimus uh, Primal and Rhinox, we're going to get to see that. Uh, and who knows what they haven't announced, man. You know, who Rhinox, knows? Dude. I know. Yeah. Jesus. Air Razor is in it, too. Uh, the main villain of the film is not going to be Megatron. It'll be someone named Scourge, 
which is if you know uh, from Generation 1 Transformers, was one of the sweeps. Uh, blue character, kind of flew around with Cyclonus. Um, but in this, he will be uh, the leader of the uh, Terracons. So, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You know, Predacons and, and Maximals aren't at odds in this. They're actually together to fight the Terracons. So, that's interesting. Yeah. Wait. Sorry, you said the... The Maximals and the Predacons? Mm-hmm. They are not. They, they are, are not. at odds? They are not. Huh. Yeah, I don't know what even that means. We'll have to see. Apparently, apparently the Terracons are the bad guys. And I hope Black Arachne is in this, which is my favorite. That would be awesome. I mean, Optimus Primal is pretty much a giant win for me, but yeah. I would love to get teases of either Rat Trap or Cheetah. Dinobot. Oh, okay. Dinobot should be. That's a post. That's a post teaser like is it like you're a gonna set up dinobot that's a that's a post credit <laughs> man all <laughs> this doing all... that signature growl yes a... yes like... <laughs> yes dinobot maximize <laughs> i love it i love it. hell yeah i i just i just hope it goes off well i'm really excited about the director you know yeah. kind of not having that thing right like the being even connected with any other transformers movie so i think we're yeah. going to get a, a fresh perspective there pretty yeah. sweet yeah. i just man it, i'm just glad that we're hearing about movies that yeah. movies are coming out yeah and we're able to go see them it's just exciting man you know i, oh, I feel we, like we're going to start getting all of these trailers for all the stuff that we were promised early this year but we're you know kind of shut down so uh just exciting just exciting time. oh yeah Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite if, things, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely one of the, like, exciting things for, like, getting back out in the world. Like, uh, so just to piggyback off of that, um, just to kind of go into our next kind of talking point here, is that, you know, we've got a couple of upcoming movies here. Uh We've got, I believe, Fast Nine comes out this weekend. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Black Widow, or uh, Black Widow. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it comes two out weeks. on the ninth. July That's 9th, two yeah. two more weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but those are two huge movies that are coming out. And you know, before I wasn't really sure, but now I'm strongly considering. Like, I think I'm going to see Black Widow in the theater. Mm-hmm. I really want to support theaters. Black Widow is going to be huge. Um, originally, I was planning to just like go see it at a drive-in. Uh, I definitely do not want to support Premier Access on Disney Plus because I think I've stated on here why I think that's a poor kind of business model. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we've got movies coming out, and we've got to have ways to go see them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just. It's just exciting, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what <laughs> what's the last movie you saw? I mean, when you talk, <laughs> isn't that crazy? When we talk about, yeah. oh man, what was the last movie you went to go see in the theater? All right. That's dumb. I have a, I have a story <laughs> for the last uh, for the last movie that I have seen before we got shut down and you know the whole pandemic started. Um, 
I managed to uh, get out for the night. As everyone knows, I have young children, so I managed to get out. This was a few weeks after Rise of Skywalker had come out, so I was finally getting into the theater to see Rise of Skywalker, and I managed to catch an 11 o'clock showing, so it was late, Uh, and I'm watching the movie. I finished the first two acts. It's just entering the last act of the movie. You know, the the ships are arriving to Exegol and stuff like that. And the fire alarm starts going off. And I'm like, gosh, that's annoying. What the heck? Well, I sit there for probably another 10 minutes and the fire alarms have never shut off. So I'm like, okay, let's see what's going on. (laughs) As soon as I step out of the theater, the hallway full of smoke. (laughs) (laughs) I go, (laughs) what kind of luck? (laughs) Yeah. So I walk to the lobby. There's a bunch of people standing there. The lobby is filled with smoke coming out of the kitchen. And there is a hostess handing out free like redemption passes to AMC. Like, oh, here, sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, all this stuff, handing them out. And just like, but here, take these. You guys got to get out of here. Got to get out of here. So I'm like, okay. Meanwhile, this is January. I walk mm. outside. There's an ice storm. So, like, it's raining, and there's, like, a thick layer of ice on my car. So, I get in my car, and I just turn the heat on because I'm, I'm, like, might as well try to melt the ice off the car before I go. And I see two fire trucks pull up, and I'm like, oh, I definitely was not going to get back <laughs> in to see that movie. So, yeah, that was my last experience seeing a movie. Dude. Uh, didn't get to finish it. I eventually, uh, I think, how did I catch it? Maybe when it came on Disney Plus or something? I don't know. Uh. Um, so. Man, that's know. crazy that that was the last one. It and was, you didn't even know that that was going to be the last one until now. That's what's nuts. And I still have that voucher in my wallet. Man, I would <laughs> just keep that. Like, this is what I got. No. Pre-pandemic. Oh, you just gonna no. use it. <laughs> I'm just used. gonna use it because it's, it's not used. a happy experience. I was yeah. pissed. Yeah. I did not know how the that movie ended for weeks after I started seeing that oh, movie. God. That's an awful feeling. That's terrible. That is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> I love it though. I love it though. Well, that was my last movie that I saw too. My my time went oh. very different. I just it was just a matinee. Me, mm. kiddos, the whole family, actually. I think my mom was even there. So we watched the whole thing. You know, we didn't have any fires, anything like Jeez. that. So <laughs> my, I think my best movie experience, well, my worst was uh, Batman and Robin because I just walked out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the worst movie experience. Was that the movie to walk out of? I don't know. Did you see The Spirit? The what? Uh, the no, Spirit? I didn't go that in the, to see that in the theater. Not oh, at all. Okay. I but did. that was that was the one for me to mm-hmm. get up and leave. I mean, that was, I said, if I hear one more one-liner, <laughs> we are out of here. Sure enough, here it came. Right at, no, no quicker than I said that did it come. And I'm like, we are uh, out. We are done here. This is it. I've never even watched the whole thing since. I've never watched it. Oh, Won't. you haven't finished it? No, no. No, we oh, walked man. out probably three quarters of the way through. Could not take one more Arnold Schwarzenegger one-liner. I was out. 
we were done here. Did you get to the part where uh, <laughs> where Poison Ivy said, like I told Lady Freeze before I pulled the plug, this is a one woman show. Oh, I I have no idea. No. Probably <laughs> I probably made it like that far, but I honestly I don't even remember. Uma Thurman was uh, God, what a waste, man! What a waste. Was she wasn't she? Poison I remember Ivy? being. She was. Yeah. I remember uh, being a kid seeing that movie and being so confused when the gorilla started sexy dancing. I'm like, what? What is. The whole thing was walkout worthy. <laughs> we should have just left five minutes in, save the night. I mean, my kid brain was like all about it because there were bright colors and stuff like that. But even I could tell, like, as a kid, there was a drop off in quality from like <laughs> the last two or three i was like hmm this doesn't yeah. feel like the batmans <laughs> i had seen before this no it's not dude. yeah and i was it's more bad, critical dude. of it later and i was like oh this is the worst batman thing and then as i got older i was like well this is one of those funny watch bad movies like this is one of those i don't even know uh, if i can do that man I, I don't I, think it's so bad that you can't just be like, oh, oh man, the choices they made in this thing. Why is why is uh, George Clooney smiling as Batman throughout this entire movie? He's just like, I don't know. Well, you know, he hates that movie, too. Oh, he like, with a passion. Yeah, he hates he that very movie, much too. Does. So it's it was just that bad, man. I And I honestly have not seen a movie that bad. I've not. There, I know there were movies that bad, but I just haven't yeah. put myself in a position to watch a movie that bad where oh, I felt man. like I'm going to turn this movie off because it's so terrible. And I watch oh. Melissa McCarthy movies. Melissa oh, McCarthy that's not movies. fair. Oh, She's isn't got it? some good ones. Does She's she? Got some good ones. Like yeah. what? Nothing. Uh, the Heat? Oh, well, okay. That's, that's uh, Spy? Wasn't that Spy movie no, with her and Jude Law? Good. That wasn't good. You're giving her too much credit. Okay, that wasn't her movie. She was in that movie. Uh, she was probably the the most expressive comedic <laughs> performance in the movie. She probably was. She probably like was. it literally made that movie made her a star. It did. It did. So you can't call that not her movie. She she made that. Movie. <laughs> yeah, she she made the movie. Mm-mm. Oh, the movie. I made didn't say her. she made the movie. Okay. I said she made that her movie. Yeah, because she was the biggest thing talked about. Yeah, of that movie when she when they came out of man, it. I still love that movie. I saw that twice in the theater. I wasn't a big fan of it. Really? Yeah, I still watch it. Yeah, I mean, to me, I think it was just kind of an issue with like kind of because that was a Judd Apatow movie, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was a Kristen Wiig and Maggie Mumolo movie. Oh, did he direct? Did he direct that? I don't know. He might have directed it, or it might have been um, Paul Feig. Yeah, Paul Feig. That, that sounds right. That sounds right. Let me see. To me, the movie felt so long when I was mm. watching it, but I didn't yeah, watch it in the theaters. Yeah. I, I watched it. Um, I think we rented it, and I was just mm. like, "Man, I am not." I think for me, it was so hyped up to the point that when I watched it, it just wasn't that funny to me. Yeah. So that was that was that might have been my issue. It, it was just kind of ruined for me in that respect. But. Um, I don't know, man. I think I think the hype is real. I just love it. I mean, I'm a I'm a pretty big Kristen Wiig fan anyway, and and yeah. uh, Maya Rudolph, my lord. I mean, yeah, 
you know, I love Saturday Night Live and everything about it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just kind of it was it was very natural for me to feel like this was an awesome movie. Oh yeah, you know? and yeah, my sister uh, like very highly recommended. Like she was singing his praises for like months and months and months, and I was just like, okay, I'll watch it. Okay, I'll watch it. Not that I was avoiding it; it was just yeah, I missed it in the theater, and then. I just didn't get around to renting it until when I did. So, mm, mm. man, so, bridesmaids. <laughs> I haven't so, thought about that movie in a long time. Yeah, I know, and that's and that's the funny thing because when I think about it, I'm like now, even now, I'm like, I might go watch that when we got here. Yeah, it's that good yeah. to me. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. For sure. So, what was your favorite movie experience? Now that we've got your worst, I really want to know. I don't think we've ever talked about this. Spoiler alert, I think we talked about the other way. We've talked about that, but I do want to know your best. So I've got a few in this category, and they're all MCU related. Okay. Uh, The first time I saw the Avengers, it was just such a hell yeah atmosphere in that theater when we went to go see it. Mm. I just remember everyone was anticipating. There was like this... There was like this vibe. We were there for the midnight showing of Avengers, right? Yeah. Uh, me and my friends were over at my house. We watched all the movies leading up to the Avengers right before it started. And I showed up to the Avengers. I shaved my head and shaved my beard into a goatee and showed up with an eye patch and a trench coat like Samuel L. Jackson. Dope. Like, Must. that. That's that's where I was, you know? Yeah. And... We were there, we were watching it, and I just remember the scene when Hulk thrashed Loki. The audience was on a cheer break for like 10 straight minutes. I did not hear what Hulk said until I eventually watched it at home because he just, he's very low. It's just, yeah, puny God. God. There was so much laughing and cheering and. Even the three or four times I went to watch it after that in the theater, it was so hype and loud that I never got to hear what they what he said in the theater. And it was just this massively enjoyable experience that we just tried to replicate with like Marvel movies after that. And it culminated into what I consider to this day my favorite movie experience. It will be both Infinity War and Endgame for both different and the very same reasons. <laughs> very different and the same. Yeah. yeah, man. The the evil that they did at the end of Infinity War is it's one of the best things that I think has happened to me because they hurt everyone. <laughs> yeah, it was palpable as you left the theater. <laughs> there was there was open weeping. There was a there was a girl. She was two rows ahead of me to the far left. We were in the back and the far right. And she was Dude. like from the time Tony got stabbed in his chest by Thanos. Yeah. And then she lost it when the dusting started happening, right? Yeah. And then the credits right and then credits don't don't it was like it was like oh my god do you remember how you felt when those credits rolled 
I did. And we tried not to look anybody in the eye when we came out so that we didn't ruin it for anybody. For you didn't but ruin like, it for anybody waiting. But like Dude, you could it tell was like terrible. people's faces were red. There were children crying. There was a kid crying. And I was like I was like licking his tears, like, yes. This oh, is good. This this hurt you. This hurt Give me only, your tears. I could only as a storyteller, as a storyteller, you could there's there's no greater satisfaction to know that you had people so invested in these characters, you have Bro. hurt them. You hurt them. And then for it to come back and culminate in Endgame, I'll tell you, the biggest emotional roller coaster movie or roller coaster ride I've had in a movie yeah. was Captain America picks up Mjolnir. What? <laughs> it's happening. Like that gif. <laughs> it's happening. Yes. And then uh you know does his 10 minutes of or his, his five or so minutes of putting the business on thanos then get the shield cracked and knocked to the other side of the battlefield suddenly it's him standing alone seeing yeah. thanos on the horizon Ugh. with his army i i, I was I, they they got me at that point because i was like this is how cap dies yeah and i was everybody knew bawling. it everybody knew it bawling and then cap are you there on your left. Oh! And then, like, the, it was it was set up and executed mm. perfectly. I, mm. can't, I cannot chef's kiss mm. enough. <laughs> There's a reason why I think no other audience reaction video is, like, really present except for the one in Endgame. Like, yeah. when they tried to sell you on coming back to the theaters, they, they, sh- they, they share did. that audience reaction with you. And I was with it. I was in there yeah Ugh. that has got to be uh so many people's very best movie moment both both that low yeah. and that high without question yeah. and here's the deal man we're still talking about it yeah that was literally was... the last big screen marvel movies you know so it... we're st- we're still hanging on to that and it's still going for us because we it haven't was... had anything else since it was it's just such weird an accomplishment it yeah. was such an accomplishment. We we really got a treat. And that's just not to harp all the praise on um like you know, the MCU. I'll say um the biggest surprise I think that I had in a movie theater might have been when I went to go see Split. Uh-huh. Uh spoilers for if anybody like hasn't seen <laughs> nah, Split. It's too but, late. I was in a massive theater near uh, near a college campus, and like the theater was packed, and everybody was watching this movie. And in the end, and then it's like Bruce Willis shows up. You're like, "This is an Unbreakable. This is Unbreakable too." Yeah, ah! yep. <laughs> it's happening. Unbreakable two is happening. <laughs> and then it became Glass, and I was like, eh. "Yeah, well, <laughs> I think." I I think that my favorite movies or favorite theater moments have more to do with you're watching this in a theater with so many people and you're feeling the same things, just like Infinity War and Endgame, but mine have more to do with scale. Like you can't get that feeling at home. So if you miss it in the theater, sorry, because you're not going to get that same feeling. The very first one, was me and uh, my friend Rob. We went to go see a double feature 
it was mm-hmm. uh, Sliver, and that movie had uh, um, what's his name from True True uh, Romance. What's his name? You know his name. What? No, True Romance. Alexander's. Oh, no, no. What's his name? Uh, I, this is terrible. I don't remember this dude's name because he was like the it dude back then. Ah, uh, shoot. You're, you're, Arquette. I'll look it up. Okay. So yeah, anyway, I'll look it up. <clears throat> so we went to go see a double feature with the movie Sliver and uh, Jurassic Park. So Christian Slater, sleep. Christian Slater was in Sliver. Uh, didn't really care about that, but it was a double feature with a movie that was set to come out the next Friday, which was Jurassic Park. So that that amount of scale in a movie. I don't think has ever been matched. And if you didn't go see that like number one in the theater and you've watched it 17 times on TBS and maybe watched it uh, on your voodoo or on Netflix, not the same, not the same in 1997 when you're sitting there and then there's a dinosaur on the screen that looks real that people are interacting with. I mean, it was, it just blew me away completely. Yeah. And I remember there was two times this happened. I was leaning back in my chair, like gripping the hand rest, like, oh my God, that's massive. The second yeah. time that happened was in the 2007 Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. When that helicopter transformed, that oh. shook me. Oh, the, It's all about scale. And even the dude yeah. next to me, you're going to have to Hadouk in this. Five, four, <laughs> three, to one was like oh like he was trying to get away from the screen it was great it was great that dude had a blue mohawk and we actually got tickets to the pre-screening uh of it and yeah man that was that was it that that moment in transformers was filthy because it was like you just saw the blades retract and then yeah you're like oh my god they're doing it and it was (laughs) <laughs> and then he proceeded to go and like right. field hit and just proceeded to wreck like the the hell out of everything oh, just that air force base that moment. And, yeah and and that was like oh my gosh this is what the movies are for yeah. like you can't do right. this at home it's not gonna feel the same it's not gonna feel the same with the dog barking and you know like light shining on the tv it's not the same it's not the same yeah. without those nine speakers running on the side and the that massive screen. So that's why that's just one of the reasons I love the movies and I try to go as much as possible. And I'm so excited about this summer. I'm so yeah. excited. I even yeah. renewed my Cinemark membership thing. Forget the so summer. We started I'm excited that over. for the rest of this year. <clears throat> yeah. We have Marvel yeah. movies every two months to the end oh of the year. Oh my god. Like if the theaters are back up and running at, at that point, uh, you know, uh, I I'm in there. Uh, yeah. I'm in there. We'll, we'll get more Marvel movies in the next six months than we have in like two years. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, uh, it's just exciting. It is. Um, man, I going back to that Transformers, I remember there was another scene. The, remember the scene when uh, they were inside Bumblebee and he transformed? You could see the transformation oh. from inside of the car. See, say what you want about Michael Bay. Sure. But he pulled off some things in that first Transformers movie that I could only dream about as a kid. Yeah. 
like or I didn't even realize would be a thing like that scale right. because again you never saw humans really get the business from a transformer they just didn't right you know right. and to see that he just decimated an entire air force base okay. casually yeah. casually yeah good yeah. stuff there were there was some great setups in that movie and the sequel completely squandered all of it yeah yep <laughs> yep all of the goodwill that was like um, seven different scripts going on in that second movie. Yeah. <laughs> so worst. you you mentioned something about tension, and I remembered two moments where tension, where it just felt like the entire theater was sitting there gripping yeah. the seat, like that shared uh, so the, experience. That yes, yes, yes. Uh, where nobody's talking, nobody's even breathing because you can just feel. <laughs> right. There were two right. moments. Uh. So when my mom took us to go see The Matrix, mm. uh, the scenes when he finally stood up to, like, <sighs> Agent Smith, and, like, you know, there's a, you hear those blows, like, at the whoop, 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 like, mm-hmm. they're making that sound as, the, yep. and then you, he catches the blow in the chest, spits up a little bit of blood, you're like, First of all, these agents, they, they put, like, these pro wrestling terms, they put these agents over the entire movie. Like, these guys are the the world champions, right? And, and all these other people are coming in as jobbers, you mm-hmm. know, just, like, catching catching hands. They, they can't put dents into these dude. dudes unless they get lucky with a bullet. And this dude stands up to one with his fists and... I just remember everybody was just like, mm, mm. I don't know. Like, you know it wasn't going to end well. It wasn't. And then, you know, he's he's catching blows. Uh, uh, and, you know, I just remember the tension in the theater for that. Even, mm-hmm. like, the second and third time I saw it in the theater, because my mom Same. loves The Matrix. Mm. It was just like, <gasps> and then the other moment I can think of is The Dark Knight. Anytime... Mm. The Joker came on. They they played the audience so oh perfectly with God. this. They, Anytime oh. the Joker came on, that music in the background, which is the low, it was like the yes. It just made you feel like it I, made I don't, you I don't know uncomfortable. What's about to happen. Yeah, there was an unpredictability to everything because you were like, "What is he about to do?" Because he feels like a true agent of chaos. Dude, Anytime I he never shows up, about that. I still can oh, watch man. it and feel that way. Oh yeah, that's the crazy it, it, part. That's it, just the score is so important there because his scene is happening and it's very low thing. Next time you watch The Dark Knight, listen, it's just this very low thing. It's in the background of all of his scenes. It's just a single note God, that's going. It is. And it's just, it makes you uneasy with mm-hmm. what you're watching and mm-hmm. listening to. Um, yeah, yeah those, those great audience experience. Yeah, so I want to tell you about one more thing about Infinity War. So okay. here's how they got, and this and this can only be done in a group setting. I'm telling you, that's why we go, right? This is mm-hmm. why we go. When yep. T'Challa reached for Okoye and you thought she was going to turn to dust, yeah. Hurtful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hurtful. You played me. Oh. Tina, my I mean, wife, clutched her pearls and gasped. 
Yeah. <laughs> I can't do Ooh. that. Like, she was already sad because she knew what, like, Okoye was going to go. Yeah. And then, just betrayal. <laughs> oh. No, <laughs> Betrayal. No. How they really hurt you? Oh, yeah, let's go ahead and extend out this whole Spider-Man death scene. Oh, God. <laughs> and they, they knew! I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to <laughs> go. They knew what we were gonna the, do. The knife, the knife was in you, and they're just twisting it, mm-hmm. twisting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, I stopped. That was that was one of the first times I could think of. I stopped watching the movie and started looking around me. Did and, you? Like, oh man, I wish had, I would have had the wherewithal to do that, just because I would I was love to see. Absorbing, I was absorbing the pain. Yes, right, because I was just like this. Is great this is great <laughs> oh my god i was so and then the same thing in endgame too when when tony dies mm-hmm. uh again hurt hurt the pain oh you got us again you knew this it how you're doing you knew again? it you yeah. knew it was coming uh, it, it it and you're just sitting there and <laughs> again people bawling oh this one's yeah. real this one yeah. there's no coming back from there's this one this one is permanent yeah uh, so again, I turn around and I, I was kind of self, cause you know, I'm not the biggest Tony Stark fan. So I thought the whole movie, Captain America was going to be the one that died. And to see Tony died and Cap was like sitting there like, man, it really, you know, sucks. Tony's gone. I was kind of <laughs> gleeful cause I was like, Cap leaves. And then Cap got the happy ending at the end. I was yeah. stoked. Uh, <laughs> 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 but Oh man! Uh, just like the whole sequence of events, you go through that, then you go through the funeral, and then and then Endgame pulls off something just remarkable. They do the freaking character profiles. Oh my signatures god! At the end, of emotion. The movie. <laughs> what? How did, standing, how did you get me with character profiles? Standing ovations uh, for signatures. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Signatures. I believe me. I remember as I'm wiping tears from my face, yes. watching, <laughs> watching. This. Yes, 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 yes. Y'all did it. Y'all did the thing. Right. Flowers, 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 flowers. It was such During a flowers. big deal. Oh man, just a roller coaster, oh. like you said, man. I remember walking out to the car after Infinity War, uh, yeah. and just silence me my two kids wife silence and then driving home really tina being that. like i don't want to talk about it <laughs> i was like so you hungry man, or they, something no let's just go did home. that yeah. I know. <laughs> they did yes that. we caught a eight no it was a five or six o'clock showing for Infinity War, so it was in the afternoon. We came out; there was daylight. We were like, "Yeah, uh, what do we do now?" Right. I don't... Right. Oh. <laughs> you know what's crazy? What's crazy <laughs> is uh, because uh, you know I work and everything. Mm-hmm. I always schedule the boys. Uh, eye eye exams and dental visits on the day when something comes out in May. <laughs> and I I recently had a Snapchat of us going to breakfast 
eating all of our pancakes and it had the infinity war thing at the bottom and i'm like we didn't even know what was gonna happen to we us that day <laughs> we, didn't even, we were so happy eating our pancakes and eating our yeah. breakfast at the at the heights oh this is about to be the bomb no yeah. No. <laughs> Hurtful. <laughs> Ugh, pain. I remember when, when see, me, we, we had a large group of friends go with us to go see Civil War. Mm. And I remember uh, we saw, we had a good time and everything, but they were like, nah, I don't know, Civil War didn't have enough consequences. Nobody died. And I was like, I remember saying in that movie, I was like, why would you waste it on, why would mm. you wait, waste all your big permanent deaths on Civil War? Yeah. Just they wait. got out of this with some real... I was like, your deaths are coming. Mm-hmm. They're coming. Wait for it. Yeah. And I didn't know how right I was. I just knew that I was right. Because I was like, you don't want anybody dying in Civil War. You want to mm. save those deaths for the big... The the Infinity War. The the Civil War. Or the, mm. the end game. You, you know. Don't waste it. Bruh. Bruh. It was terrible. <laughs> it was. It was... It was pain well moral of the story is go to the movies if you feel comfortable nobody's saying that you uh definitely should especially if that's how you feel like you should take care of your friends and family by not going check out disney's premiere access you know watch it on hbo max um Mm -hmm. but if you feel like going to the movies man please go just start to start to live that again because uh you feel comfortable yeah 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 if you feel comfortable like definitely explore the ability to go and see these things in the theaters again. I do, while I, I understand what HBO Max and what Disney is trying to do, um, I can't support it because I think ultimately in the long run, they are anticipating that the theater experience is no longer going to be a thing and that they can directly access us and directly profit off of their consumers by releasing them directly to their own streaming services that mm-hmm. they own and cut out these theaters. This is why it's really important to support the theater right now, but I do recognize that theaters need to also be stepping their games up too, because they need to recognize that there are flaws in the theater experience right now too. Uh, There's not enough enforcement of like people being on their cell phones, you know, Mm -hmm. management of like crowd or, or trying to maintain that kind of proper movie level experience. Yeah. I've said for years, the reason why I go to movies on the opening day is because the people that are there... Those are your people. Uh, the the day that it comes out. Yeah, those are people that are there to see the movie. They care. Yeah. If you go on some other time, like a late Saturday night or a <laughs> Sunday afternoon or something like that, those people aren't there for the movie. Those people are there because they... They want to be out of the house. Yeah, I, I planned on seeing this movie, but I'm not that super invested <laughs> on it, so I might check my phone. I might talk to somebody during the movie. Um, there needs to be better enforcement about, uh, about those. Um, I don't. I know a lot of theaters are kind of upping the whole kind of luxury experience, but like, mm-hmm. look at what like Alamo Draft House does and stuff like that with like special events and themed movie nights and and all this other stuff that they do. I would just say, like, let's start catering to that and making the theater experience something that is should be like cherished again. But that, wholeheartedly agree, wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. Man, uh, do you remember this? Do you remember like back in the mid '90s when you would go to a theater on opening night 
and they would have like trivia and prizes. Yes. Yes. That was yes. dope. Or <laughs> my favorite thing is there was Discount Tuesdays. Yeah. Discount Tuesdays, you get to go into a movie. The movie was four fifty or five dollars. You could buy one dollar uh oh. you know, movie hot dogs. Hot dogs, uh, yeah. And uh, a soda and a popcorn uh, for another couple of bucks. And it was just like, you're in and out of the theater. You got to be in that thing for, for $10. Mm-hmm. I used to make a day out of that day. I would see like two, three movies in a day. Yeah, well, me and Rob would make a day out of seeing movies on a Sunday, but we'd only pay for one. Don't well, judge me. Don't judge me. That. I wasn't going to bring that up, but uh, I might have. I don't condone it. I'm just saying it happened. I might have hopped into uh, Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Uh, What was the other one? There was another one I'm not thinking of, but it was a big movie, too. Oh, man. And another theater experience that just popped in my head. Remember Independence Day? Oh, my God. I do. (laughs) I do. <laughs> that was a good that one. That was just, that's a great movie. That is a great, it's a great group movie. Like, if yeah, you saw that yeah. bad boy, if you were old enough to see that bad boy in the theaters, that was just fantastic. It had a lot of that, not not necessarily earned, but it had a lot of that same feeling like, yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> we did it. That, that speech at the end, like, yeah. this is our Independence Day. We're like, yeah. <laughs> like, let's go. Let's go, Will Smith. Get your Apple computer. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. All right. We are over our time. Uh, once again, thank you guys so much for listening to our show and hearing us mm-hmm. ramble. Uh, Steve, where can they hear you? Where can they find you? We can find the Nerd Smash Talkcast on Twitter at NerdSmash underscore TC. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Steve L. Dub. That's right. And you can find the show if you want to email us with your questions or something you want us to talk about on the show at nerdsmash.tc at gmail.com. That's nerdsmash.tc <clears throat> gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Twitter at LT the fifth. That's L-T-T-H-A-F-I-F-T-H. And don't forget to please like, rate, and subscribe to us. We have a YouTube channel. We have a Facebook page. Uh, we have a Twitter account. Please find us wherever you can. Whatever you're listening to us through, please make sure that you're leaving us a rating or uh, giving us some kind of review that just helps put more eyes on the podcast and make sure that we can kind of get this uh, love and energy out into uh, mm-hmm. the world a little bit more. <clears throat> good times, right. dude. Very good times. I, I, I want right. to go watch all those movies right now. Uh, I may have talked myself into watching Endgame again. <laughs> <laughs> Just to experience it. <laughs> well, man, and I'll see you next week. Next week is, uh, you know. Oh, no, that's not next week. It's the week after that. Never mind. Week Think about Black that. Widow. Yeah, well, little we got premature. a big Black Widow coming up. Uh, yeah. Review. So prepare yourselves for that. <laughs> but either way. Uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Holla, holla, holla. Holla, 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 hol